From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Matt, what's going on, dude? Feeling very good, feeling very emotionally healthy after our mm. counseling session mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? I felt like I tried to listen back to it, and I <laughs> I could not this one. It was a little too cringy for me. Too raw. <laughs> too raw. <laughs> Although Annie was great. <laughs> and you were great. <laughs> no, that's not true. We were all, you did well. Uh, you, you, you were fully in. You were fully in. Oh, thanks. You too, man. It made me, like, appreciate... Annie and her gifting Mm -hmm. and just really anyone and just kind of the, I think, counseling realm, like they're so good at just cutting to the chase or like really seeing what's happening. Totally. It's so true. And like, and then you just have these little moments where you say something and you're like, oh, I know, I know what they're going to ask me or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So funny, dude. But uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Hopefully that could be helpful to a few of you. Yes. And, uh, and then also. Like, are you not entertained? <laughs> I had a few people just, it's funny the responses you get. And uh, so a few people asked me like, how's your peanut butter crackers? Because I hadn't talked about that. We do have some emails, by the way. And, not, uh, I've not told you about our emails. And I actually had somebody else say like, hey, that inspired me. Like, I'm not going to do counseling with my friend, but I actually want to like bring up some of these things with my friend. I was like, oh, that's, that's really cool. That's actually very, very cool. Yes. Would you get an email from Greg Angier that said this is for <laughs> Matt, but I'd like to hear Eric's answers as well. Specifically, what brand of crackers and what type of peanut butter are we talking about here? It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I know. Uh, I can answer that real quickly. Yeah, please. Ritz crackers. Oh, so There's good. nothing but, yes. you know, if, 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 if you had choices, it's Ritz. Yeah, so good. And then um, it's the crunchy Jif peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Which is probably the worst peanut butter for you. Yeah, I think if that's what I'm, if I'm doing like your thing, that's, <laughs> if, you're just, if you're just going down with the carbs that's and what, the sugar. Yeah, that's what I'm doing too is the Ritz, the buttery Ritz crackers. Yep. And yeah, we do like the, is it Jif or is it Skippy that's at Costco? Like a big, I think it might be Skippy, but same like difference almost. Yeah. But it's the crunchy, we get the crunchy, these like we're at Costco, you get these two huge things yes. of it. And uh, so I do that. But my like, maybe, oh, maybe I could recommend a, huh. a slight a slight healthier detour for modification, you. slight modification. I'd like to hear this. So what I like to do for a snack and sometimes if I'm like, you know, like sometimes like you went out to breakfast and you know, you don't want a full lunch. Yes. But you need a little something. Yes. So um, get the blood sugar. Up. Cause you just had like eggs Benedict or something at like <laughs> nine and you don't right. really want like, you know, it's a Saturday or something like that. So, um, so then what I like to do is I cut up an apple, a uh-huh. big apple and uh-huh. do that with a huge scoop of the. Of the yes. peanut butter. So I think just replacing. That would be so much better. The apple might yes. just, you know. Yes. Just like, hey, feel light, feel fresh, a little fiber kind of going through you, you know. Yep. <laughs> yep. Keeping you regular. I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we got all sorts of health benefits here for you. So that's what I do, Greg Angier. So thanks for your email. That was, that was helpful, Greg. Yeah, we got an email in quick, podcast at calvarylife.org. Yes. It's good for people like three minutes into the pod to kind of just hear the address, like hear, you know, hey, this is this is what's really important in life. Yep. It's just to email podcast at calvarylife.org. I think, yeah, your priorities are like <laughs> take your dog for a walk, read the word, and email Calvary Podcast. <laughs> Calvary Podcast at Calvary Life. <laughs> I like that. I like that walking, walking the dog was your number one and you don't even have one. <laughs> I'm just talking to the people, the average, the average listener. B and I have been taking Charlie for a walk pretty, we've been doing pretty good the last few days. Wow. Too. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie's 11 almost. So he's turning 11 in a couple weeks. Is so. he like shocked? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're actually doing what a dog owner, you know, should do. Um, but he's getting old, man. He's, yeah. he's 11, which is like in large dog years. Yeah. It's getting up there. I think. Yeah. Sometimes they say like 12 to 15. So you're just kind of like wanting to appreciate him right now. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And he's mm. just like, it's like you start to see kind of like slips a little bit here mm-hmm. and there. Or like you can tell his like vision's kind of like mm-hmm. getting a little worse. We take him to the vet and get little regular updates. But the vet mm-hmm. always wants to be like, well, you know. So we did a checkup and everything's fine except for he needs to have one tooth pulled. But to have that one tooth pulled, he's going to need to be put 
in under anesthesia. So it's going to cost four thousand dollars, <laughs> and you're just like, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's let the t- fly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm probably going to get like some. Maybe now we will get some emails. Well, maybe maybe we should be sponsored by uh, our local veterinarian, <clears throat> PetSmart. Oh, yeah. Today is sponsored by go. PetSmart. There you go, Dr. Laura at my uh, Tustin Vet Center, or whatever <laughs> it's called. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, I feel like I do that with my own teeth. They're like, I go into the dentist and they're like, all right, so you're going to need a root canal. Dude, seriously. And you're going to need three crowns. I'm like, okay, how much root canal? It's this much. How much are the crowns? This much. I'm like, um, can I choose mm-hmm. one or the other? Or you're like, can I get back to you? And then yeah. you just never call back. Right. And just, right. Just never go again. Yes. Just ignore them. Yes. And just hope for the best. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Power prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Touch the cloak, Jesus. <laughs> yes, dude. Uh, like, is that like too early for a. Good, um, good segue. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's catch people up. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah, did we our did. counseling session last week, but we didn't really talk a lot about just how the new year's been for yeah. you or for me or just church wide. And yeah, yeah, 2024, we are, as of the time of this recording, we are, oh, what's today? 17th. 17 days into the new year. I know, recording on a Wednesday because Monday was MLK Day. Yes. So, I don't know when you'll get this because. You know, Jordan probably doesn't even know I'm going to, we're going to like give him this to like work to do to like make this happen. Uh, But I also think he does it pretty quick. Yeah, I have a lot of confidence in Jordan. So do I. So do I. But, uh, but yeah, 17th. Mm -hmm. So we're pretty well into the new year. Mm -hmm. You know, you still think you can say happy new year till the end of the month. Yes, I think. The entire month. We talked a little about this last we week. We did. But I know. Yeah. Well, I, I still hard disagree. <laughs> I like sometimes how <laughs> we take our disagreements in the podcast into like our public leadership. Yeah. So on Sunday and during my announcements, I'm like, happy new year. I know. I saw you kind of look at me too. And I'm like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Um, yeah. But I think it's been, yeah, good start. I've been like, I don't know, man. I just had like a weird, it's like. Overall, I don't feel like I'm like struggling with some illness, but mm-hmm. I've just been sick for like a long time. Yeah, and probably people have noticed like over Christmas and and uh, of late of me kind of like taking care of my voice. Mm-hmm. So I like even went to uh, I, I feel like I, I got sick December third. Mm-hmm. Today's January seventeenth, and I'm just starting to feel oh, kind of better. In seven weeks. Um, yeah, but then my and I even did like a run of antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to the doctor a couple times. And then the, what the, my doctor thinks, though, is that this sickness that I had with this sore throat that came from it and, like, cough and some respiratory stuff, that it's exacerbated my chronic laryngitis. Mm. So if you guys remember, like, a couple years ago, I mean, a few years ago even, yeah. like, I was, like, really struggling with my voice. And I, like, cried on stage because mm-hmm. I was just, like, stressing about it. Mm-hmm. And it's because, I mean, it's, like, my voice is, I mean, A, all of our voices are, like, how we, like, um, as long as we are able to mm-hmm. speak is how yeah. we communicate primarily with people. And then, um, and then like, uh, just my job is a yeah. lot of, a lot of speaking involved, yes. right? We're doing yes. it right now even. Um, and so, yeah, just like a little bit of like stress about that. And just like, it's funny cause we are even just now before we recorded, we were talking with Matt Hemphill, a pastor of new life, mm-hmm. who his offices are, are here as well. And he's going to be preaching here on Super Bowl Sunday. But, um, He's like struggling with the same thing, some yeah. of this like same voice stuff, and you know he was saying like I don't know how, you, how even you were taking it like hearing what he was saying because it was like every single thing it was the same as me right. like can't um, can't yell anymore, like limited singing anymore, don't like talking in a loud place is hard, mm-hmm. um, and then have to do all these like exercises and different things that mm-hmm. we have to do like I've got my yeah I was my kind straw. I was kind of blown away because it's just not something in my world, I even think about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so for, yeah, I was having a lot of empathy for you and for him and what, take us back because there was like a season, but then did it all of a sudden just get better? I mean, did God like heal you or like what, how would you describe what the last couple of years have been like? Yeah. Cause the last couple of years are pretty good. Like I'm always like a little bit, um, I am careful to not all the whole time. I was like, as it got better, mm-hmm. I still was a little bit careful to not like scream mm-hmm. or over project. Cause that was part of my problem as I was, constantly over projecting through my whole life um kind of like youth pastor life too mm-hmm. you know just like shouting out to the big group or whatever and that over projecting was um causing like sort of uh, like where it would over time get like debilitated so 
Hmm. It wasn't just like a temporary laryngitis. They said it's like chronic. Like this yeah. is like a thing that's kind of like lurking in the background all the time. Yeah. So you want to be careful you don't scream or whatever to make it get worse. But like I, so like back when I was like having that, I was really asking for a lot of prayer. I was really trusting the Lord. And also I went to like an ear, nose, throat doctor. And I was stressing too, because this time they said I might have to go to an ear, nose, throat doctor. But like the worst part of going to the ear, nose, throat doctor is the way they examine your throat. They stick this like probe or camera up your nose oh. and then you have to sort of go like and like breathe it like in oh that's like the worst while they shove this tube this can't like camera on a wire on a tube all the way like through your nasal passages down into your throat are you just gagging and you're gagging dude it's horrible <laughs> it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like and I feel like now it would almost be worse because I didn't know what to expect then. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just a little bit like, this sounds like it could be terrible. Yeah. But then I was just like, okay, here we go. And then now I'm like, I think I might like almost like gag reflex, like, like freeze yeah. up or yeah. something and like not want it to happen. But uh, yeah, so then they examined it and just found that there weren't any like polyps or mm. cancer or like nodules, these things like mm -hmm. these things that like can be like have to be surgically mm -hmm. removed. Mm -hmm. And so then um, I went to a speech therapist mm. and I uh, talked to a like a vocal coach too a little bit and mm. got like these exercises that do. And some of them are funny, like like it can be like lighthearted because like I did some of these like um, these breathing exercises and ways to help me like warm up my voice and stuff yeah. like that. Like I have this I literally have okay, like so, a juice box straw. Go all right, ahead. let's stop right here. So I walk into Eric's office today, yeah. and he goes, hey, I got to show you something. And he cuts a juice box straw in half, <laughs> and then he starts doing this. And then I was like. <laughs> and I'm blowing through. You have to keep your mouth like around a juice I box wish, straw because it's tighter. I wish you could just watch this with me. And then while blowing, try and hum like happy birthday. Uh -huh. And it it's funny because actually I can already feel it kind of opening it up. It sort of opens up and warms up your like vocal cords, I guess. And it gets you into the right register. So they really want me to speak a little bit higher than I normally speak. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Because if I normally speak down here, uh -huh. that's like when I'm speaking lower, it's like rubbing my vocal cords are scraping against each other uh, and causing more inflammation and more issues. Right. And then uh, this sort of like opens it up and gets it warm and helps me to get into the right register. And then I'm and then as I'm using it, then then I'm doing using it more properly and not causing as much damage. Wow. And I'm actually on steroids right now. Yeah. So, yeah, Barry bonds. Like, yeah, I'm super just super buff and ripped because uh, <laughs> I think it's the exact same steroids that like the athletes <laughs> use. Uh, <laughs> but I did hear that you still have to work out if you do the steroids. Oh, you can't just do the steroids. Can't. It just helps you recover faster. Uh, but um, no, but uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm like on a steroid right now to try and like just a 10 day run to try and reduce the inflammation mm. and see if that can like provide some healing. So yeah. anyway, just like. I don't mean like yeah I'm like kind of like downer episode here but like no uh, it's real life but yeah real life so just kind of trying to deal with some of this being sick and then the way it's exacerbated yeah. the laryngitis yeah and then oh yeah and then uh, Barbara and Bob Whiteman like gave me a couple things like this throat spray that she uses when she does presentations <laughs> but then the better thing was um, said that I guess Amy Grant has this thing where she will eat a bag or maybe not the whole bag, but like a portion of a bag of just regular Lay's potato chips <laughs> before every concert that she sings. And cause it's like the grease in the chips just kind of like just coats your throat in the inside to uh, just help protect it and wow. kind of lubricate while you're Something about singing. just picturing Amy Grant eating <coughs> Lay's potato chips just makes me laugh. I know it's totally funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. So mm -hmm. what are we going to ask our listeners to do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You do it. You do it. You do it. All right. So, <laughs> so Eric was telling me all this earlier. Lay's potato chips, supposedly uh, a little, um, what do you call that um, when it's a remedy? DIY? DIY. Uh, no. Yeah. DIY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah remedy <laughs> for his throat. So we all know when you get those boxes of chips, there's a variety packs, right? You got mm -hmm. your Cheetos, you got your Doritos. Yeah. It's a little fancy. Maybe you got your Cool Ranch Doritos, <laughs> you got your Fritos in there, all loved by everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves those four brands. 
but then they always stick the lays in there. They mm-hmm. always stick the lays like, just and that's just the last one, right? If you're ever at a camping trip or something, <laughs> everything else is taken. And then you just have like six bags of lays left. Guys, now we have something to do with all those lays potato chips. Yeah. Send them to eWakeling at Calvary Life. <laughs> Just you might have to bundles. physically bring them. Uh, <laughs> bundles. Just, <laughs> just, um, just yeah, throw just, them at the like foot of the stage. Right. Just slingshot <laughs> them over to 1010 North Tustin. And uh, yeah, you yeah. hear me rasping and like normally people like I even had like a few weeks ago, someone like brought me a couple like cough drops uh-huh. like on the side. And it was funny. I already had a few in my pocket already. But uh, <laughs> but that was gracious and kind or someone brings you like a water bottle. Right. But now just like people throwing like <laughs> potato, chips. potato chips. There you yeah. go. You're like, All right. Thanks. Oh. And a straw. I need a juice box straw and some lays. Oh. Stat. <laughs> no, but seriously, have, have empathy. Like that's that's thanks, something. Dude. Yeah. That's in the back of your mind. If you're always thinking about it. Right. You're just like, oh, I can't overexert yeah. right now. Like that's. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's, yeah, yeah, that's the only part of it, and well, it's and sometimes it's like the I'm saying too, it's like the um, lunch in a loud place with somebody mm-hmm. or like lobby church lobby conversations. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little hard because you have to project a lot. Yeah, and so like even the other day, I was trying to. It was funny. I was actually trying to get um, Bob Whiteman's like uh, attention, huh. and I like couldn't. He was like he had gotten a little far away, and I like, couldn't. I was like Bob. <laughs> And then Steve Fusco saw me. He's one of our ushers. Steve Fusco saw me, and he's and I'm like, I can't yell. And he's like, Bob, and he screams it out. And then like, uh, oh, and Bob turned around. But so you can also help me yell. That'd be great. There's like, <laughs> I've also been around people who have some hearing loss, and they also like, oh, busy restaurants, loud conversations. Yeah, yeah. It's just so hard to hone in on who I need to hear. You're right. So it just makes me think. Like, yeah, a lot of social situations. It's so fun being at weddings or mm-hmm. here at church or different <laughs> places. But yeah, there's there's also some struggles to those type of things, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, but like other yeah. than that, New Year's good. Had good yeah. time with. Uh, Having, you know, I know you and I both like having the college kid back in the house. Yes. So that was a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, all that was really fun. And like also still like happy for her to go back to do her thing and totally live in her like living her best life at yep. school. Yeah. How about you? How's some of the yeah, new year for you? It, so someone challenged me to have like a word of the year. And I, I haven't really done uh, this before. Maybe you've done this before. Oh, but I'm not. like, huh, word of the year. What could be my word of the year? Hmm. And so I'm still 17 days into this. I'm still waiting for my word of the year. Hmm. But there's been two passages that have been really cool that have just popped out to me. One was Psalm 1. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, blessed are those who are like trees planted by the water whose roots are deep. It's my paraphrase of it. Um, it's like, that's man, that's good. like, that, that's just what we all want, right? Like yeah. we just want to have deep roots with Jesus and there's like flourishing and fruit that's produced from that. Okay. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's not a word. It's like words, but that could be something right there. Psalm one. And then the other one I was thinking about was um, in Galatians, it talks about don't grow weary for in due time you'll bear fruit. So kind of like a similar type of connection right there. Mm. So I was like, huh. Then last night on January 16th, I was mm-hmm. at the student ministry prayer night, mm-hmm. which was awesome. I'm so thankful for our leaders and student ministries to put something like that on. And so a bunch of parents were there. And so then Shannon Reese prayed, God, I just pray that no one here would grow weary, mm. that they would bear fruit. Whoa. And then Ali Chavez got up and said, I just want to read Psalm 1 to you. And I was like, whoa, maybe Dang. this whole night's for me. Psalm and one. yesterday, I brought in all the fruit from my house. Yes, <laughs> full circle. <laughs> yeah, what? Maybe it's fruit. Yeah. <laughs> my word of the years. Fruit. <laughs> yeah. Fruits. Yeah. Don't eat crackers. Eat. Oh yeah, we talked about eating apples instead. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, this is coming together this right on is. the pod. It's super coming together. Yeah, I like that. Because it could be roots. Could be. Depth could be fruit. Though. I think it's fruit. I like that. Me eat more fruit. Yeah. 2024 and bear more fruit spiritually. I mean, spiritually. Really, yeah. I like that. Oh, that's good, dude. And I should plant a fruit tree in my backyard. 100%. You 100% should. And let me tell you, it's worth it. Because that's what you did. Yeah, we've got, we've got like so many. <laughs> but you inherited them or you actually planted no, them? No, these we all planted when we redid our yard like forget what that was like yeah. six years yeah. ago or so um and uh, yeah we planted two avocados uh-huh navel orange uh-huh meyer lemon yeah regular like eureka lemon uh-huh uh re- navel did i say navel oh caracara orange oh and regular limes and then like kind of like i think they're called kalima limes or mexican limes uh-huh. like the smaller 
limes. Yeah. Um, so and they're all like going well, and they're all doing good. Whoa. Yeah, we do have a uh, like a mandarin one that's not doing as good. Huh. But uh, yeah, I think that Tustin soil. You got something in there. Santa Ana soil. We're I don't know. A little rough. <laughs> a little sandy. <laughs> a little sandy yeah. here. Well, and our chickens roam around and and they oh, they yeah. poop around back there. So yeah. it's good fertilizer. Uh huh. Uh, so we we let them out every now and then to go. Um, you know, fertilize the soil, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, it does good. So like yesterday, I mean, B and I had, I think, cause she took that much fruit to Olu also. Yeah. You have bags in the kitchen here. Yeah. I probably had, I think we probably total had like 12 Trader Joe's bag type bags filled with, with fruit. Wow. Almost all citrus. Yeah. It was crazy. So anyway, and yes, fruit and bomb. <laughs> Theologian that you quoted on Sunday. Yeah, that's true. You could uh, Fruchtenbaum. I'm going to do a yes. Fruchtenbaum study. His name's not Fruchtenbaum. It's Fruchtenbaum. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> but close enough. Yeah. Sorry, Roxanne. I know you're listening to this yeah, right now. Exactly. I apologize. Exactly. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, Roxanne, member of our church who had worked for Arnold Fruchtenbaum, who yes. is one of my favorite theologians yes. and a really great Messianic Jewish scholar. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, who I read some crazy stuff this I know. Uh, past so Sunday good. from. But yeah. um, um, what a... Should we, uh, should we though, speaking of the new year, should we yeah. speak a little bit about um, the first, the first message of the yes. year? Yes, first love by Tim Nellis. First love. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the third year in a row that we've started the year with first love. Yes, correct. And then the first year, I think we did like four Sundays on it. Full series, yes. Last year was just one talk, which I did. Yes. And then this year, Tim Nellis did. Yes. Love it. I know. It's I awesome. Love Get it. Oh, uh, I, I, I love it. First, you love that. <laughs> Second, you like it. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. So I kind of like this new tradition where I just am like, hey, I think this is like important for us to consider that first thing we do of the year, like any New Year's resolution mm-hmm. or whatever, fine. Have your, have whatever. You can either be pro or against New mm-hmm. Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Don't care as much about that. But what I care about is that you consider what is the first commandment of yeah. Jesus. And that is that we would love God, love others, yep. right? So, and to be able to do that, you have to first receive love. Yeah. That, uh, well, you know, that we know that he first loved us, mm-hmm. and uh, which is so awesome. And Tim mm-hmm. did a great job yeah. just expressing that yeah. to us. It's funny how you get with sermons. Like, we get this way with, like, sermons that we gave just as much as with anyone we listen to. But then you're like... Yeah, I mean, he like cleaned a pot or something. <laughs> it's the illustration that like kind of sticks to your mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I think that was like more to kind of show that sometimes the love of God, we think of like the love of God is kind of like a warm, cozy hug mm-hmm. o- only. Yeah. But sometimes the love of God is like a is a scraping, cleansing yeah. pumice stone against you know that's taking off that that charred exterior. Yeah, for sure. Right? So, yeah, yeah, totally. That. And I think it's so appropriate to, in the beginning of 2024, to do this message because just with uh, our election that's going to come up in November yeah. and primaries and all that stuff that's here, it just feels like uh, our, our, our nation's ripe for a lot of polarization this year, yes. a lot of words that could be unloving that are tossed towards each other and towards the other side of whatever other side you're on. And yeah. so it felt like that was like a really like great, like framing yeah. of this year. And just, I was listening to something over the Christmas break too, where there, this guy that's kind of like a, I guess he's a theologian. He's a believer. He's a Christian, but he's also just like such a culture watcher. And he said, you know, I'm really seeing culture, not only in the West, but all over the world changing since in the, over the last year from like a, a series of, like apathy and depression and anxiety to anger. Mm. And it's like kind of morphing. And he's seen that in not only just huge conflicts between nations, mm-hmm. but also just kind of in micro conflicts that are happening mm. within countries and within neighborhoods and people and families. And so just mm. this idea of like, oh, an antidote <laughs> to the anger that's all around us mm-hmm. is just that idea of, okay, let's receive the love of God. And then let's give what we've received. Mm-hmm. That's really good, man. Yeah, that is that that needs to be our heart. And so it's just I think we all we all need reminders, right? We have to have these reminders, and so we got to be reminded of it. Yeah, I remember just I mean I was thinking like 
I was watching some stuff on like on just, it was even just like on Instagram, but it was like news clips, mm-hmm. and, and I'm just like sitting there thinking like. I, I just, part of me just wishes we just didn't have to do any of this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this like politics stuff or whatever, or like yeah. election, election year. Cause you're just seeing like the level of vitriol and I'm just like, oh no. And that's even like within, and this is for Republican party because the other side's not really doing it. Like, you know, yeah. Biden's like, yeah. Biden's the incumbent. Right. And it's like, this is like infighting amongst like right. who people are supposed to like actually yeah. be on the same quote unquote same side. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're just like, Oh no, it's getting to this level just in this part. Like yes. well, what's going to happen in September. Right. And uh, so it's just like, can we just like everyone, can we just turn our TVs off for a year? <laughs> yeah. Let's just <laughs> social media fast yeah. for the entire world. Just decide now who you're going to vote for. And then you can just vote next November. It's fine. But just mm-hmm. like, let's just not listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's not take part, (laughs) which I know is probably not realistic, but it's probably very important to limit time. Yes. Limit the amount of time because I'm pretty sure within like the first half hour of like watching something, you've gotten enough. Yeah. You know what's going on. Yeah. I think you're totally right. (laughs) You know, like, but then if you do the take in three hours of it a night or two hours a night or whatever, like, ugh, it's just not going to be good for you. Yeah. Get updated. Um, so anyway, I know, I know that's not, I know like, uh, head in the sand is not the, like the solution to all this stuff. I actually do know that, but I think limiting is pretty important for, Mm -hmm. for both our emotional health, mental health and spiritual health. I agree. And then even consider like the crazy command, right. Is to love your enemies Mm -hmm. (laughs) and pray for those who persecute you. And so if you really feel like this, and I know we've talked about this at like ad nauseum at some level, but we still need to, but just if you really like can be praying, not just for your quote unquote side to win, Mm -hmm. but pray for, um, pray for the other side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, man. So yeah, Tim, like just crushed it. If you have not, if you have not, like if you weren't there, have not watched that sermon, I really encourage you to go to our YouTube page and uh, look for Calvary Life and uh, yep. and watch that sermon. I think it can really help you um, just as you get ready for living this new year. Yep, January seventh, two thousand twenty-four <clears throat> is the date of that one. That's right. First, love. you'll find it pretty easy. Yeah. Um, and if they type in first love and they find yours or mine, that's also <laughs> fine too. I, I honestly, I think Tim, I think he crushed it. I, I think mine would be like maybe if you like had watched his five times, then you can watch. <laughs> yeah. Like reruns. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of ready for, you've, you've watched, you've like watched all the Seinfeld episodes. Yeah, so now you can watch whatever yeah, the lesser watch mad about you. <laughs> That's, like... <laughs> That's great. Uh, um, but then, uh, yeah, then we got back to, to this Sunday, uh-huh. um, starting back into our Luke series. Yes. Oh, you got a little, there it is, guys. Here's the paper. Yep. All right. Should I step back and be the be the interviewee? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, yeah. So we jump back into Luke. Craig did a great job. Oh, boy. He's doing his he's doing his throat vocal exercises. Oh, I thought I could just do that while you were talking. Yeah, but keep is, going. Is that distracting? No, that's helpful. Okay. It's actually, if you could do that the rest of the episode, that should be our intro. Can you do the in- Calvary Life intro? Or whatever it goes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I skipped that part. <laughs> 15 seconds ahead. That's Natalie. Natalie, that's her That's her moment. Yeah, but I've heard it a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. So, yeah, we talked about, uh, we went back into Luke 8, the final, like, 17 verses of Luke 8, mm-hmm. 40 through 56. Title of it was Miracle Worker. And, again, loving Luke. We've said this throughout the last, mm-hmm. uh, you know, year, but... There's some of these familiar stories that like just feel like they have like fresh life to them. Mm-hmm. So these were the two stories of really two women, a, a girl and a woman, who were in desperation to be healed. Mm-hmm. So you first of all it presented with Jairus, who says, "My daughter's dying. Please, Messiah. Jesus, or he doesn't call him Messiah, but please, Rabbi, come mm-hmm. heal her." And on the way, the Jesus disciples going to take care of Jairus's daughter, this woman who's bleeding comes up and in desperation touches his cloak on that. Yeah. By the way, side note, I think that you should wear that prayer shawl just all the time. I think you should just, when you go to lunch with people, 
That's a good we idea. had a friend who like would like wear like remember we were talking about like should we wear collars oh, yeah. when we go out? So yeah, dude. I think just don't do that. Just have the prayer shawl just over you. Just pray. wherever you go. <laughs> It's totally not weird. It's super normal. <laughs> it is. It is. You explained it well. Like That's it's true. it's not just some made up thing. Like it's scriptural. You're right. You're right. It is. That's yeah. what's cool, kind of to even just see. I don't know if I've ever like pointed out to people before, like the scriptures that talk about the tassels yes. and that kind of thing. And and it's like it's right there, man. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why. It's funny because it's just like. I don't know why we decide some of those Old Testament stuff, like things we like still doing, and some I know. of them we don't like still doing. I know, and it's not a feast day. I guess it's because it's just, but it's it's, it's a it's a law. It's a command. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So okay. So what do you on that? Why do you think we've kind of lost that? I mean, I think it's like I do think it's like New Covenant kind of stuff. Like under Christ, we aren't uh, under the law. That law has been fulfilled. But I think that stuff just like reminders. So I don't mm-hmm. know, man. Like it, it's hard. Like mm-hmm. I. I don't have a great answer. Sometimes I wonder, I was even having like conversations with people recently about language because language is interesting because yeah. like language is, um, is so culturally defined. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say even like what you think is like a quote unquote, like a bad word. Yeah. Um, like a bad word, like who decided. And so it's like this, like who decides like, well, some of this, some of these things we think are still important for us to follow. And some of these yeah. things we don't make as big of a deal about right yeah. now, even with this and I know, and there's like some, larger answers which we're kind of talking about within mm-hmm. this like new covenant stuff and jesus saying and then in the new testament speaks of like we aren't under these like f- these like same restrictions of rituals and feast days and mm-hmm. stuff like that um but can they just be good for us mm-hmm. but a lot of things like where you're like oh and like what does that mean to be like unwholesome talk or yeah. something and then like there's different words for yeah. like yeah potty talk or whatever and one's like a fine word and one's a bad word like who, i know who decided yeah it's like it's a little more of a cultural norm than a biblical norm yeah the biblical norm might typically i think what happens is a biblical norm would probably make you more extreme than you like to to follow more strictly let's yeah. say you know where you wouldn't even say like poop yeah, there was a guy. I don't think he was even a Christian yeah. who he lived. It called the biblical year. Do you remember this? It came out oh, like yeah, fifteen yeah. years ago, yeah, yeah. and he just tried to live by the Old Testament laws. Yeah, for an entire like, don't be near a dead animal. Yeah, <laughs> things yeah, like exactly. that. Wear the tassels. Yeah, I know. So that's interesting. But anyway, so that's just kind of like a, a some side thought mm-hmm. that I'm sure other people have thought I about. Mean, it feels like the two ordinances <clears throat> or remembrances that Jesus actually instructed us were was baptism and then communion. Mm-hmm. So, and then Paul seems to back that up too. Mm-hmm. So it's this idea of like, okay, yeah, maybe the talit, is that how you say it? Talit? Talit? Yeah, talit. Um, yeah, you said it. Maybe yeah, that's, that wasn't mentioned as one of those things. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to let go of that. And over the course of mm-hmm. the early church, it wasn't talked about or emphasized and it just kind of went away. Mm-hmm. But does that mean like you can't use it for like, I don't know, good things? Remembrance? Right, proper? Remembrance. Yeah. Right. Like, um, putting it on your doorpost or on yes. your, you know, so with like a mezuzah, like I have a mezuzah on my There's office one right door. here in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, door. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so that kind of thing. Um, I know it's like really fascinating. And mm-hmm. I wonder if was Paul was probably walking around with wearing those. I know. And so you wonder if some of them, like they didn't command them because it would be like, why would you, this is just a duh. Of course yeah. we, of course we do. Or this maybe Paul didn't because it was like a little bit of like, okay, I came from, yeah, yeah, I was the, the greatest of, um, of, you know, priests as far as following the law. Pharisee. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. so now I'm like going to kind of reject that. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Hmm. But I don't know. It's like, uh, anyway, interesting kind of thing. Yeah. yeah so these going. two women, they're both desperate <coughs> for healing. I thought something you said was so fascinating with the, I've never thought about this, but the little girl of Jairus was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Scriptures describe and this woman had been bleeding. I don't think this is in Luke, but this is in different passages. Been bleeding for twelve years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, wow, that's just such an interesting note that Luke, as a man of detail, yeah, like just writes out. Um, and it just the idea of like, wow, Jesus is walking and he's okay with interruptions. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that, like this yeah. idea of like Jesus not only living the life we couldn't live, but also demonstrating the life. Yeah. In him. And he stops. He does. Yeah, he totally stops. He's willing to stop and on the way to something very, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which it's like so hard to like, 
I don't know, is this descriptive or prescriptive? This this yeah. part of it is a little interesting, you know. Sure. Like on your if you're a doctor and you're on the way to a code blue, like should you just like stop? And right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Someone's dying. And yeah. you're just like, well, let me stop and right. see how this person's doing. Like, I don't know about prescriptive, descriptive, but I think like just sort of um, as a general thought and principle mm-hmm. that it's like that he just no- he notices people along the way. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's like so fascinating how like, I, I got into it on Sunday, but it's so fascinating to think about how Jairus was responding to that. Yes. Because if I was Jairus, I'd be kind of mad. Yeah, you know, and it was an interesting point of view to yeah to, think about. Yeah, this this woman's story, and like then they come and tell you, at, like then like literally right after she's healed, they come and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, Jairus, your daughter's dead." Right, and you're just like he's just standing there. Like, dude, I was on. I had him. Like, I had the answer, and then this lady ruined. It. You know, you could yes. think. You could think that way very, very easily, uh-huh. like extremely easily. Not a very good person could get there very quickly. Everyone being that was walking very there. angry, yeah. And uh, and it's such an interesting sort of detail left out mm-hmm. of his mm-hmm. of his response. And maybe he was just devastated, and there's no no anger. It's not anger. It's like just devastation. Sure. And uh, and Jesus is kind of like, nah, dude, just, just let's keep going. It's mm-hmm. all right. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. be okay. Yeah. Um, but wow. But yeah, but Jesus was interruptible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to be that, you know, in, in my life and in a way, yeah, that's being a good steward of our responsibilities. <laughs> I think yeah. if, if every other week, you know, I'm saying, Hey Marie, I'm going to be home. We're going to eat dinner together at six tonight. Let's all plan on that. And then every night I'm not there and like, right. where were you? Oh, there was a homeless guy. I just really want to be to, interruptible. Like target. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. I think there's honoring your commitments and your yeah. responsibilities, yeah. but yeah, at the same time, like, oh, do we leave room for the spirit to move in our life or yeah. to linger with people or to be stopped? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a really interesting note. Mm-hmm. And then back to the bleeding woman, <laughs> just again, some <laughs> cultural things that were so interesting about yeah, that day yeah. that I've never thought about. Or heard before. What was the thing that you try to scare a woman with? So, <laughs> so they they would literally have to drink this like wine with spices in it, and then sit and drink it. And one of them was like sit and drink it at the crossroads of the town. Yeah. And then a man specifically will sneak up behind them, and then at some point say, "Cease your discharge." <laughs> and all I hope it's not offensive to laugh at. It's just funny. No, it's cr- it's cr- crazy. And so there were 11 steps of it. They'd have to go through yes. all 11 steps at every single one of those 11 steps yeah. included a man yelling, cease your discharge yeah. to a lady. Yeah. And you're just like, whoa, bro. What we're, I was talking to, I was talking to B about this a little bit afterwards too. And mm-hmm. we're like, so do you think it like ever worked? <laughs> yeah. Why were the steps put in place in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're just uh. kind of like. Oh, and I, I was talking about this yesterday too, where I think eventually, it's so funny, like probably eventually like the ladies are like step eight. They're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm all better. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm healed. Yeah. <laughs> Can we stop this? <laughs> oh, yeah. And after the 11th time, maybe too many men got murdered. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I just, mean, just thinking of those women. And no, it's terrible. Yeah, actually. Like the publicness of yes. their like yeah of their frailty and yeah. illness yeah and then the isolation that was a part you were really hammering on too which was hitting me of like you couldn't be touched mm-hmm. or touch someone or everything you sat on had to be like discarded mm-hmm. like that's gnarly for 12 years i was just sitting in that for a little bit as you were sharing like mm-hmm. 12 years of maybe never receiving a hug yeah or never having people just be glad to see you yeah. Because everywhere you go, you had to announce. Didn't you say you had to announce, yeah, like, unclean, I'm unclean? unclean and, yeah. And people are avoiding you. And yeah. And you can't go to, I mean, so it's like you don't go to church. You don't have, like, you know, you don't go to synagogue yeah. or temple. Like, you don't have right. that um, that communal worship experience for 12 years. Like, mm-hmm. I felt, I didn't go to church this, like, I took a vacation day. It's funny, like, I mean, we go to church pretty regularly, mm-hmm. us here, you know, us uh, mm-hmm. pastor guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I pastor guys. I didn't go on December 31st, took uh-huh. that week off, came back on January, what, 7th, uh-huh. whatever that was, and I felt 
disconnected already. <laughs> like, it's funny. Like, yeah. I know people out there, you guys might just be thinking like, yeah, whatever, dude. You know, like we get it. We don't come like every, every week. Right. But I think coming every week is actually so much more helpful to feel yeah. kind of connected into the community and into the story that we're totally. telling and the things we're experiencing. Hmm. And um, it helps me just like, it just really does have kind of like whatever this like spiritual sort of re restart like mm -hmm. and re kind of kind of reconnecting back mm -hmm. in and it does it's like a helpful thing for me in the week even mm -hmm. even if like as a pastor and it's kind of we we come here sort of bearing the responsibility for the mornings yeah. too so it's like has like a work element and a and for us and a a certain it's it's not like that hard yeah because <laughs> we've done it for a long time but yeah. it's like but it, we do kind of bear some pressure in the day but like even with that i still like really like miss that connection totally. from just like a week or two or whatever yeah. and then imagine 12 years yeah that's wild yeah you wonder too like was there i'm sure i know that there was years seasons of her life during that time where it's like there's i'm never gonna be healed I'm, oh, I've given sure, up hope. Dude. This yeah. is just my lot in life. Just take me now. I want to die. Yeah. And then Probably maybe she hears. Yeah. You're one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she hears about Jesus. And I wonder if just like all of a sudden there's this renewed spark. Mm -hmm. Hope. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That hope. And hope enough to like likely sort of crawl and reach and yeah. Know, and just stretch and, and yeah. get to him. So, yeah. So cool. I know. That's so, it's so cool that that hope was found. Yeah. And I think like even, you know, cause where we know like not everyone is healed and these stories aren't just mm -hmm. for like that person alone, but mm -hmm. there at some level, it's like the story is probably too, like to help us even 2000 years later, just mm -hmm. have a sense of that desperation's good. Yeah. Like, and it's okay. Like you should reach out and stretch out and yeah. crawl and plead and beg to Jesus mm -hmm. at some level. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, but he doesn't turn away the unclean. He, yeah. He embraces the unclean. Yeah. 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 You had, you had two excellent questions. One of the questions was, what are you desperately reaching out for God for mm -hmm. right now? What's this prayer that you've maybe been praying for years, mm -hmm. 12 years more. And you're just like, God, I need this. Mm -hmm. You're just almost encouraging us permission, giving us permission to keep going to God with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, that was powerful. And it's so much lighter, but it's sort of, I've, like, it's so dumb because I sort of was feeling like, oh, I've been sick for like six weeks and I'm feeling that, <laughs> you know, with just like yeah. a thing that's not even that bad. Yeah. And I know that there's people in our church that are like suffering with real hard stuff mm -hmm. and are suffering for a long time. But even like this like voice thing, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just like, Lord, can come on, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you just take this away. Mm. But I don't know if that's like my thorn in my flesh or mm. whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. keep me like, just keep me like dependent right yeah 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 you mentioned too jesus says your faith's healed you yeah and i thought you did a pretty good pastoral job too of like helping us like okay this isn't like faith equals healing mm -hmm. right like there's this idea that what is faith that you described it as you know it's trusting in god's promises yeah and so there's a sense that this woman was trusting that jesus really who this who is this <laughs> oh boy it really is that's that's why i'm nicknaming this Sermon series. Sermon series is who is this? But I like calling it who dis? It's good. It's <laughs> yeah. good. You should keep going. With it. <laughs> but she understood who he was, mm -hmm. that he was someone that could heal her. Yeah, and totally. so Jesus responds, your faith yeah. has healed you in that. Yeah. And like I said, maybe that was connected to the prayer shawl and connected to the kanaf and mm -hmm. the wings and the Malachi passage of there's the son in the son of righteousness, there's healing in his wings. I don't know. Hmm. We always like we we know they knew the Bible better than we know it, mm -hmm. but like I don't know if she totally was just like thinking of that as like Messiah, <laughs> yeah. or she's just like God help me. Yeah, you know, right. So, but to say God help me means she knows this man is somehow yeah either God or connected to God in some way yeah. that she didn't understand. Whatever she did it was an it was enough. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's true. Or at least God said I'm going to make it enough, right? Yeah. Huh. Um, and then we moved to Jair Jairus's daughter. Mm -hmm. Wait, and one more thing I want to say just real yeah. quick on that. Because, like, the one thing I did like that just sort of, like, came to me, like, late in the process mm. was this notion of, uh, and this is just my conjecture, but it's the whole thing of when Jesus says, who touched me, of, like, it's not to say, 
it's not to reprimand who touched me, but it was to say, look at this giant of the faith. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just kind of like the way that like came out, you know, yep. <laughs> it's yep. funny just even as preachers when we like a certain part, but huh. like, I do like thinking of it that way that like, that's how Jesus kind of was, yep. right? He didn't point to the religious leader as mm-hmm. look at this giant of the faith. He was like, look at this woman crawling on her hands and knees to touch the tassel yes. on the edge of my prayer shawl. Yes. This is a giant of the faith. She is not unclean. She yeah. is not like unworthy, whatever. Like yeah. she has got the faith. Well, the kingdom of God, right? It's yeah. upside down. It's the least, the, the yeah. least of these that we think of. Yeah. It's just cool, man. It is. So like, how can you even, you know, don't like, how can you, like, who can you see? Yeah. Differently. Yeah. Maybe. That was one. That was the second question. Oh, yeah. First question. Yeah. How, what do you desperately need to reach out to God for? Mm-hmm. And just encourage us to keep having hope in that, faith in that. And the second part was, yeah, who do you need to see with compassion who maybe the world or we see as unclean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, yeah. So then it gets into the gyrus star. Yeah. And then so then he shows up. The people laugh at him. I know. They weird. like mock him. I was trying to, was it with you or you're trying to like understand? I forget. But like, it was just like. What was that laughter like? It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like, it doesn't feel like the right, like even um, like an understandable response. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? There's like, a dead body there. Yeah. And people yeah. are just like, <laughs> and he's like, she's, she's not dead. She's asleep. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I guess it's mockery. Maybe it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's snickering. I didn't deep dive into that word laughter, quite honestly, but maybe it's more of this like derision mockery than sure. like, ha 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 ha. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but that, but still the crowd in the house was against or just not believing. Right. <clears throat> and maybe holding resentment, like, oh, if he would have been here. Yeah. So unbelievable. You, you were late. You were too late. Mm-hmm. You person who says that you're so special. And then you have the audacity to say <laughs> she's not dead. Yeah. Like, no, no, we know. We know dead. she's dead. Yeah. And she was, he's being cheeky. Yeah. Like, and yeah. You know, because he knows what he's going to do. And he knows, like, anyway, it's just it's interesting, too, that, like, I read this somewhere. I didn't, like, double check every single reference, mm-hmm. but I did. I read in, I think it might have been in Fruchtenbaum, actually, again, mm-hmm. uh, in Yeshua, his book, Yeshua, but um, that when the Bi- when the New Testament speaks of the dead, when it refers to the dead as asleep, mm-hmm. it only does so of believers in Jesus. Oh. Oh. And... Um, and so like the, for those believers, sleep is like a temporary suspension of physical, you know, of like a physical being or physical activity. Yeah. It's not, um, it's not like, I don't know. It's more like sleep than it is. That makes me think that every (laughs) night when we go to sleep in a sense, we're recreating death in a sense and then waking up, it's like recreating Totally. Like life. Totally. It's kind of a crazy way to think about it. <laughs> it is. It really is. Huh. Um, but yeah, so Jesus shows mm-hmm. the power over death again, which is like pretty radical. Yeah. I think one of three times he raises someone from the dead, mm-hmm. you know, other than him, himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like just like, I don't know. There's not like a bigger miracle. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Than like raising someone from the dead. Yeah. So. The people that were mocking, sneering, laughing all of a sudden. I know. Completely different response. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dang. yeah, I can imagine and I the level it. of Wodang. Yeah. <laughs> you pointed out this idea of Talitha Kum, like the mm-hmm. idea that he said, like daughter, honey, in mm-hmm. a sense. Yeah, like like tender. Like, hey, time to get up, kiddo. Yeah, that's what it means. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> and even just understanding that the Lord of the universe, the Creator of the world, who holds all things together, speaks to us in that yeah grace and and tenderness right when Mm -hmm. even he calls us out of sleep Mm -hmm. that's why i always pray daddy god now (laughs) please don't do that any listener that's doing that i don't know you have your own you have your own relationship with god but it's a hard one for me (laughs) daddy god oh even if that's true it's just there's something cringy i know i know Um, (laughs) yeah no but it was a good sunday and uh just some good time of response from people yes and just like it's always so it's just just a blessing when you see people whatever it is i don't know and i don't even need to know but they're processing and doing business with the lord yeah based on how the spirit was and the word of God and the spirit of God was moving in them yep. that morning. Yep. And you're just like, wow, it's so great. And however many people that was just like, 
hopefully like experiencing like a victorious step towards mm-hmm. like intimacy with Christ mm-hmm. and and healing in their lives. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, anyway, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty who great. is this? The miracle worker. That's yeah. who we get to talk about every week. That's right. All right, dude. We got some, we got a couple emails. Let's talk about them. We got, cause we have, we have a little time we'll in the middle up. there, but yeah. yeah, we've got like a bunch of emails. So, uh, let's, let's hit a few of these. Some of them are informative. Uh, people like to inform us. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, so now one of them, I think, I don't think we've read this before, but from, from the aforementioned Roxanne. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Imagine my surprise when you mentioned, uh, this is back like mid December <laughs> okay. when you mentioned this week's podcast that Jesus is the reason for the season as a cliche, huh? Ouch. That hurt. Oh. And, uh, I think I just meant like cliche, like, uh, an overused expression, sure. not yeah. as not true. It's right. just, uh, right. Yeah, right. Just an overused expression. Uh, and then fortunately you also spoke about not getting your theology from news or podcasts, <laughs> but from the Bible. Well, I read the Bible and guess what? Jesus is the reason for this season. Oh, let's go. Ha! And then she's like tongue in cheek in case you weren't sure. And she's like, she knows how to like handle us. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was really good. And she's, uh, she's going to get us uh, lunch with Arnold Fruchtenbaum. So we're excited about Ooh. that. Yeah, man. It's going to be epic. I'm going to order fruit salad. We need to. Are you, please, can you just make me a promise right now? Make me a promice right now. Oh, I need to hear what the promise is first well, before I agree. No, I need to agree before I even say it. All right, I trust you after counseling. <laughs> okay. Don't say anything about fruit and bomb to fruit and bomb. Please. <laughs> I beg you. I can't guarantee that. No, please. I'm begging you. I'm begging you so much. I'm begging. I mean, it depends on where we go for lunch. I know where we're going. Like, we're going to Benji's. It's like Jamba Juice. We're going to Benji's Delicatessen. No, we're not going to Fruit Place. Oh, boy. All right. You guys heard him. He promised before I said it. All right. We've got another email from someone about Taco Bell that wants to remain nameless. But Taco Bell was started by a guy named Glenn Bell. Okay. And the not, first... Not Glenn Taco? <laughs> Perfect. Um... Glenn Taco wants to remain nameless, but Glenn Bell, it's fine. The first Taco Bell was opened in 1962 wow. in Downey, California. Yes. And uh, and then he sold it in 1978 to Pepsi for $125 million. That's crazy. That is nuts. I know. And so, anyway, that is uh, just a little tidbit of Taco Bell information for you. Huh. Uh, <laughs> and then we got a... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So oh, Taco yeah. Bell's owned by Pepsi? I, yeah, I guess so. Wow. That's why they have Baja Blast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, did we already we already said this? Are you Taco Bell or, or Del Taco or Taco Bell guy? So first thirty years of my life, definitely Taco Bell. Yep. Last twenty years of my life, Del Taco. And I can't explain why. Yeah, yeah. I definitely was. Yeah, high school. So I lived in a. Or I went to a high school where we were allowed to drive to to lunch. Yes. And Me it too. was like a race to see who yeah. get to Taco yeah, Bell first. Yeah, want the line to be too huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Same. Which is probably like why they needed to not have open like campuses. Absolutely. Because there was a lot of unsafe practices. Oh, and I'm sure, sure like actual tragedies happened yeah. through things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, uh, yeah. And then I went to Del Taco and then Ella's been trying to get me, been eating a little more Taco Bell-ish lately. Huh. Now, I think the best answer is probably neither. <laughs> yeah, um, it's to have, you know, it's to have fruit. Yes. Don't say it. <laughs> All right. We've got another email. Uh, this was a little, then this is getting closer. December 30th. Okay. So while we were off still and, in 23. Yes. And uh, this is from the, this is from the Vanderwall family. Okay. Um, wow. Family. I know. Well, I just don't know. Who sent it? Yeah. It's one of those emails that they have like both names yeah, in the email. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's just go with Julie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think Julie would most likely write this other than, I don't think Dirk would write this. No, it might be Dirk though. Just Dirk did recently tell me that he's been listening to the podcast and oh. enjoying it. He's a newer listener. Okay. But maybe might be both of them were a newer you know listener. What? We welcome whether you're old time, <laughs> first generation, or you're just yeah, yeah, new yeah. to us. Yeah. Or like Matt Hemphill who walked by the podcast <clears throat> and said, oh, do you guys still do that? Yeah. That was rude. That was hard. I know. That's not nice. But he also is a pastor of a different church. So. True. <laughs> All right. First time, long time. Uh-huh. Uh, no, <laughs> so, no, it says, Eric, what? 
Your daughter is taking a dystopian literature class? Let's hear more about that. Get her on the podcast. Whoa. So if you remember on our uh, end of the year episode, we talked about some books that we we're reading. Yes. And things like that. And I mentioned I'm reading this book called The Three Body Problem. Yes. And it is a, uh, it's like a book that was originally written in Chinese. And it's kind of this interesting book. Um, and yeah, that she was reading it in her dystopian literature class at Biola, which is true. And guess what I just found out, which I'm kind of half mad and half excited about. Hmm. That book, The Three-Body Problem, it's a trilogy, but it is going to be in March a Netflix show. Oh, wow. It's coming out in March. Yeah. So you'll definitely be interested in it. I'm definitely interested. But I just felt like you sort of feel less cool when you're reading a book that's a TV show. <laughs> I see what you're like, saying. Like, uh, like I'm yeah. not this like intellectual reading a dystopian literature class book or whatever. Right. I'm reading some Netflix show book, but whatever. This yeah, is fine. sort of related, not related. But <clears throat> has it hit you that all the songs that we listened to in high school and college are now the songs that play in the background at grocery stores? Oh, dude. Yeah. Sad. And that play on classic rock stations. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Let's not talk about okay. that. And move on. And then they also say, now that you've picked a favorite U2 song, can you pick a favorite U2 album? So for you, Matt, how would you answer this question? Well, there's only one answer for me on that one. And that would be, I mean, maybe because you went to the Sphere and they're doing Octon Baby. Correct. That would make it higher up on your list. But Joshua Tree, and I know that's the common one. But that's the one that I listened to in eighth grade. Yeah, dude. driving to Sacramento to visit my aunt Sylvia there and just listening like the streets have no name. Exactly. I'm gonna roam. <laughs> I'm gonna hide. <laughs> like this. This is good. I'm glad I had you answer first. <laughs> okay, what's yours? Uh, same, Joshua Tree by far. Like mm -hmm. by far. So Actung Baby actually is like a lot. So it's like okay within the YouTube community. Yeah. The fandom. Sure. <laughs> It's usually one of those two. Huh. And it's like a debate between one of Actung Baby or Joshua Tree. Yeah. And for me, Actung Baby is like fifth or sixth. It's Ooh. it's way lower. Whoa. Yeah, way lower. I still love it and I love the the concert, uh -huh. but it's like way lower on my list. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, okay. there you go. Can I, can I give you a little pop U2 oh, yeah. trivia? Yeah. Um can you name oh, no. the entire album? I can't, but the like an order. Joshua Tree. <laughs> no, the songs. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm oh. looking it up right now to see if. Oh, the second right. half's gonna get me on the on some of the order. Okay, here we go. So okay, the internet's slow in here. I'm not gonna be able to know. So you're just gonna have to. Oh, really? Let's see. Internet's not slow in here. Your this is user error probably. <laughs> oh, it's because you use Apple Music instead of Spotify. <laughs> okay, Joshua Tree, you two songs. Okay, I All got right. it. I got it. All right, streets. Streets have no name. Number yeah, one. Uh, still haven't found. Still haven't found what I'm looking. Is that what? <laughs> you just, still haven't found what I'm looking for too. Yeah, with or without you. Three. Um, and then it goes to. Oh shoot! Is it running to stand still? Close. No, no. It, oh shoot! It's not bolt. It's it's bolt of blue sky. Then yep. running to stand yep. still. Sorry, I, I flipped them. Sorry. Yep. Bolt of blue sky. Uh, running to stand still. And then this is where it's going to get hard. I think it's like Red Hill Mining Town. Yep. Correct. That's six. And then this is where I'm going to get like Mothers of Disappeared and Exit and ah, crud. Those are later, though. It's not them next. It's, um, oh, gosh, I'm like losing my street cred. But I also just have a terrible memory. No, it's OK. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to put you on the spot here, um, but I did. Yeah. Right on Mining Town, then. Straw. That is do not the, helping. Do the <laughs> <laughs> in God's country. Oh yeah, in God's country. Then, you, then you kind of. Then you, I then go to Mothers of the Dis Disappeared and Exit, but I, f I left something off there. Trip through your wires. Trip through your wires. One Tree Hill. Oh yeah, I'm. So, oh, man, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. That's pretty good. I mean, you crushed the first six without um, much thought. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, so sad. Uh, all right, guys, I'm gonna recover from this, but it's okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's good. So we got a couple more emails, and then we'll... Oh, no, just... Uh, Thank you, well, Julie. We have two from Ben Hopkins, but I don't know if we should read any. Uh, Ben's kind of... Ben is precariously close to Kevin McMurtry country. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Brother-in-law Kevin status. But we, we love him, but lots of questions. Um, so he says, uh, what is your New Year resolution? 
dream resolution and realistic resolution or a resolution for Calvary. Ooh. With no thought. Okay, so, yeah. Okay. Um, my New Year's resolution is to love first. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yes. I mean, I definitely just did not do, quote, unquote, New Year's resolutions this year. Uh-huh. Um, but I do want to have, like, uh, I do want to try and live out the first love thing mm. where I'm going to continue to, my resolution is to win, like, either the anger or anxiety comes. Mm. I, like, take a moment, take a breath, and consider, like, the Lord mm. and before responding. That's, yeah. like, even, like, my biggest thing. That's good. Um, yeah, like, that's, and that, I guess even, like, that's what I would say for Calvary. Like, I, my New Year's resolution for Calvary is, is like, this dependence and discipleship. Yes. So we've been talking about this for a while, but it's, like, we need to be dependent on Jesus for all things, and that means a life of prayer, and then we need to be discipled and discipling others. Mm -hmm. That's like the big key. Like mm -hmm. we're making disciples and we're dependent on God. I think yeah. like all, you know, it's like, it's that seeky, it's that that. seeky first yeah, passage. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Seek first. For sure. Everything else will come. What about, those are like more spiritual. I can do like a, a physical activity one, but you go, yeah, for, yeah. You, so you go next. I just read, read, <clears throat> read a Psalm every day. I think that's a pretty easy practice and mm -hmm. it's fun to do. And so just trying to keep track on that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, agree with Calvary wide. I yeah. just want to see this place continue to be a place of warmth and we're always have room for the next person to come. And yeah. I think that actually comes through dependence and discipleship. And then yeah. that flows out of that yeah, flows out of that. It's the, that's good, man. The outwardly focused church. And then I'm getting on the bike. So Whoa. I'm feeling better. So back on the bike, Sweet. uh, my, my plan, I have to be. I told Greg Clark today <laughs> that uh, by next Monday he can start hassling me if I'm not if I haven't ridden my bike. <laughs> that's the yet. that's the uh, yeah. open door. Yeah, that's the open door to hassle me. I said you don't have to give me. I don't need you to be my coach and do training plans for this thing I'm doing. I think I can figure it out, but I do need. But you can like feel free to hassle me. So <laughs> I, I invite that to all of you. Feel free to hassle me if I'm not riding my bike. And I, you know, I decided I, I'm, maybe I'm gonna regret saying this out loud, but. I just, I have to, I have to schedule six days a week for workouts or I won't work out at all. Yeah. I have no middle ground. It's like all or nothing. Yes. Yeah. Once I, if I try to work out three days a week, those rest days are too rest, like too huh. enjoyable <laughs> yeah. that I'm like the next day That's I'm just so like, true. I'm out. That is so true. And so if I do the six, I might miss one or two, but then I still did four, you know, I still, I miss one or whatever. I yes. still did four or five. And so that's where it's like. Okay, fine. Yeah. Sundays, I, I just never schedule anything on Sunday, like yeah. workouts on Sabbath Sundays. Day. Yeah. So. Great. I like that. That's a lot. That's good. Yeah. My little bike story. So uh, on Monday, uh, we had the day off here. <laughs> Wonderful day. Reflect on a lot of stuff. And uh, so <laughs> Marie's like, hey, let's get the bikes out. Let's all have like a little family rides. I'm like, all oh. right. Go to the garage, pull the bikes out. Half the bikes, you know, have flat tires. Yeah, two hours later. You're yeah. So two, <laughs> literally two hours later. I got all the bikes ready, and then um, my bike, we start riding around the neighborhood. We're having fun. Everyone's, like, smiling, and all of a sudden, it's all, Oh, no. Is this, like, beach cruiser vibe? Yeah, yeah, beach yeah, cruisers, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I think those tires are, like, not the best anyways, but it's, like, <laughs> so angry. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. So I will not begin on the bike in 2024, but I have a little challenge with a few guys to run a mile per day, which would equal 365 miles. Not oh. per day, but like over the course of the year, run 365. Wait, you wouldn't run 365 miles in one day? Uh, well, I might have to if I like <laughs> keep up the pace I might on January 17th. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. No, that's cool. My um, nephew did this thing where he was trying to do, it had to be at least a mile, uh -huh. but he would run more sometimes because yeah. it's like running a mile is kind of yeah. short sometimes. Yeah. Um, if once you start running every day. Right. But he had a thing where he was trying to do, he was like on like almost a three-year streak of running at least a mile every day. Wow. And because he got his streak so long, he was doing it at like crazy places. Like <laughs> we were on vacation in Sayulita, like Mexico. <laughs> that's like not a place really for running that. Right. Much, you know, and he's like, I got to get my, I got to get my mile yeah, in. Yeah, it was just know? part of his rhythm. <clears throat> yeah. But, it, huh. but that's kind of what like. That's what's good of what that goal will do for you, mm -hmm. I think, is it gets you into that rhythm. And so, yeah. you know, every day you wake up, like, yeah. and you're going to do this thing. Yeah. Now, I don't know if, like, I don't know how you feel about doing that on your Sabbath. Well, and then, like, what if you're sick or whatever? Right. 
Well, that's the thing. So he was like going hard. Like even if he was sick, he would jog a mile. Like, wow. It was just like. That's amazing. I know. Because you know he got sick a couple times in there. Sure. Um, anyway, but like. Yeah. So, okay. So the goal is you try to do a mile a day, but it has to add up to 365. Yeah. That's is just the, the goal, goal 365? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My brother, he wanted to motivate me on this. He did 680 last year. Nice. So I'm like, okay, I could do like half of that. Yeah, dude. You're. I bet, see, this is what I think will happen. This is my guess is what will happen. Well, I mean, it's one of two things. Either you just, like, won't do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good possibility right now. <laughs> <laughs> or this is going to, like, jumpstart me. This is going to jumpstart you. Dude. I hope so. I think it's a good jumpstart idea. I hope idea. so. I need I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I like, need, I'm into it. I need something. Yeah. Because last year, I'm looking at my Nike app right now. I That's ran. first problem. Nike app? <laughs> like, come on, join the revolution, bro. <laughs> Apple like, Music, Nike app. Oh that's my what goodness. we got. Yeah, it's rough. Um, yeah, Gar- so Garmin or Strava, like one of the two. Last year I ran <laughs> a grand total of 67 miles. Oh boy. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I don't even really want to. I think that was by accident. Mind. I think that was like, I might have been like running from like playing hide and seek with my kids or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, it probably take me too long to pull mine up, but I've been on a pretty like bad four month like run here so that's why i'm needing to get back back in the swing so bring eric your lay potato chips oh yeah and then and hassle me and then yeah and you can hassle matt too i think he said please please (laughs) i'm up up for it (laughs) all right i think that's good buddy uh looking forward to uh just the rest of this week and this sunday um looking forward to all of that so thank you maddie and thank you for listening to the calvary life podcast Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.